The following podcast is sponsored by the new Hood College Gear Shop. The gear shop replaces the old Hood College bookstore. Most of us remember the bookstore as just a place where we bought or rented books. Well, that's not the case anymore. The Hood College Gear Shop is a great place to buy all kinds of things. Need some Hood branded merch? You'll find hoodies and t-shirts, hats and scarves, sweats and socks, mugs and cups. They even have Hood branded blankets. Low on shampoo or soap? They have you covered. Bad breath before class? Buy some gum or Tic Tacs. Need a pen, highlighter, or notebook? The gear shop has tons. Does your roommate have a dog? Buy them a Hood College leash or collar. Need some Advil or Tums? The gear shop has your back. Need a last minute birthday gift for your best friend? You'll find plenty of options. What I'm saying is the Hood College gear shop has you covered. For all your gift, school, and snack, blazer branded clothes needed. So the next time you're in WIT, stop in and browse around. Mention my name, James Fay. In the name of this podcast, Sidelined, and receive 10% off your purchase off of any Hood Brandon merch. Thank you for listening, and let's get into the show. Welcome to Sideline. I'm your host, James Fay, bringing you a podcast about injured athletes who want to share their story and the mental battle they experience trying to get back on the field. Each week, I will invite different athletes, parents, coaches, trainers, and therapists to the show for conversation about their perspective and what it takes to recover from a serious injury. I hope that as you listen to these stories, you can relate to them in some way so you don't feel alone battling back from injury yourself. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Welcome back to the second episode of Sideline. My name is James Fay. And my guest with me today from Hood College Women's Lacrosse is freshman goalie, Brooke Harper. Brooke, happy to have you on the show and sharing your story with us. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, Brooke, I want to start off with you had an injury a couple years ago back in high school. Uh, tore your ACL, correct? Yep. Okay. Um, so just share with us. Walk us through it. Like, how did it happen? Do you, like, specific memory of it? Like... Let's just get into it. Come on. So my sophomore year was COVID of high school. Yep. And then junior year going in back to the season, we did um, indoor lacrosse. So that's in an indoor turf area. Wasn't really used to playing on turf. Long story short, tore my ACL in the middle of the game. And yeah. And that was, you said it was a winter session. So it's even before your junior year high school started? Yeah, so that was January of 2021. Wow, okay, okay. And when your coach found out about this, what happened? Yeah, so my freshman year, I started on varsity. And so obviously I had to tell her, I was like, hey, bad news, tore my ACL. I was was actually the second person that year on my high school team to tear my ACL. So it was kind of just like a double whammy. (laughs) Bad luck But yeah, so then it was just like getting used to having a new goalie, I guess, from there. We had a freshman who was then a sophomore who was on varsity of the year with me, so she was there to kind of back me up on that. And what were the, like, emotions going through your head when you tore your ACL? Like, what were you thinking? What was the pain like? What Um, what was going through your mind? Yeah, so at first I was in denial. I was like, nope, didn't tear my ACL. Even though I clearly felt a pop, I was like, no, it's not my ACL. And then, so, obviously, it hurt a lot during the game when I tore it. Um, 
I got taken out, obviously, sat on the sideline of the game, and Jen went to the doctor the next day, got an MRI and stuff, obviously got told I had had to get surgery and that it was going to be a really long recovery. And obviously, as an athlete, you don't want to hear that. Just like hearing you're going to have to sit out for a year, especially so it was in January when lacrosse starts in March 1st, so I was didn't even get any of that. I completely missed that season. And, yeah, it was just very, like, frustrating. It's like, oh, I got to go through this for the next year and deal with this. Obviously saying that you were in denial when your surgeon told you that you needed surgery, that moment, what were you feeling? I was just like, at first, because you don't think goalies tear their ACL. I hear that all the time. You're like, oh, you're a goalie. You shouldn't be tearing your ACL. I'm like, well, so, like, I don't know what to tell you. But then when my surgeon told me that, it was just, wow, like, that's really, like, you hear about it, you don't think it's going to happen to you type of thing. And so when I first found out, I was like, oh, this is something completely new to me that I didn't even think would ever happen to me. Were you thinking that you're never going to be the same again getting back? Um, I wouldn't say I – so I was not educated at all before tearing it with the fact of, like, recovery and getting to play again because a lot of people who tear their ACLs don't end up playing again. So I, like, did not know any of that. So I wouldn't say I was really scared. I was more scared for, like, the – recovery time because I know obviously it's going to be a painful surgery like the first couple weeks after surgery is the most not fun thing ever (laughs) so I feel like just getting over that was what I was most worried about going through that that process after surgery do you feel your surgery went smoothly like do you feel your recovery time before physical therapy obviously do you feel it went smooth or okay so we didn't find this out till October of 2021, but so my knee, I had a very loose like kneecap. Once I got to the point in rehab with my first surgery, it was I like once I started cutting and like dodging and all of that stuff, I it was very uncomfortable and she, my physical therapist was like, "You're not going to be able to play like this." So then we went to a new surgeon who told me that I had had to have get another surgery, which was my ALL. Which, and it was basically the same recovery as my ACL. So I found that out in October of 2021. I committed here October of 2021 as well. So it was, finding that out was just a whole nother, like, are you kidding me? Because at that, so I had surgery, January, my first surgery was January 27th. Finding out that I had to have a second surgery in October of 2021 when that's like the window that I would have been completely cleared to play again was just really like, oh my gosh, like, how is this happening to me? So talk to me about that real quick, because you said you committed, so you didn't play your junior year. I did not play my junior year, no. Wait, you did you commit before your junior year? So I committed October 2021, which was my junior, the fall of my junior year of high school, or no. the fall of my senior year. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, because, okay. Wow, so, so you didn't play a junior season, and you still committed... Your senior year. I didn't play sophomore season either because, because of COVID. Because of COVID. Wow. Okay. So you've only had one high school season. Yeah. Your my freshman year. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. <laughs> geez. So, so talk to me about that real quick. Like the recruiting process for you only having a freshman season under your belt yeah. and then missing it due to COVID and then missing your junior season due to an ACL. The September 1st of 2021 was my or September of 2020 was my, was like the junior year where coaches could start talking to you. I was talking to a, a good amount of schools, just doing what your average high school athlete is, like reaching out. 
And then I went on a few visits, then nothing was set in stone. And then when I had to tell a bunch of the schools that I was talking to that I tore my ACL, it was a lot of like, oh, sorry, like we can't even like accept you at like at that point. Like we don't even want to take you into consideration. And like, I was like, oh, that's a big bummer. <laughs> so I feel like that was a big letdown in itself. But yeah, I can't imagine that the emotions you were going through when you were telling coaches you had an ACL and they told you no, yeah. you can't come in here anymore. Um, I can relate to that in a way that when I was in my transfer process and yeah. telling coaches I had a serious knee injury, they um, they were all super inviting, accepting. So it's very yeah. interesting to hear that from your point of view uh-huh. that it wasn't. So now let's we're up to your senior year. Yep. You had this this ALL surgery. Yep. Uh-huh. Okay, and that has to do with your patella, your kneecap? Yep, so that's still on my knee. It's like the right side of my kneecap rather than the ACL being in like the middle. So what the ALL does is that it's like more of a stabilizer for your knee. And like I said, so I had a really loose kneecap due to the first surgery. Like it was a bunch of like the holes that the screws went into were like loosened completely. So it wasn't even like my AC, my new ACL was not doing what it needed to do at all. So having the new surgery... I mean, obviously going into it, I knew at that point that I was not going to be able to play my senior season of high school as well, which was a big letdown. Like, exactly like you said, I hadn't played since my freshman year of high school. I mean, and that's what you like. Your whole high school is supposed to be the most fun time for lacrosse. It's not as serious as college. And then it's outside of club, which is a lot more competitive. So high school was supposed to be like the fun part of lacrosse, and I never got that. So just finding out that I wasn't going to be able to play my senior season when I was expecting to be a big part of that was very a big letdown and you guys won a state championship your senior year correct yep (laughs) so you get to play your freshman year don't Mm -hmm. get to play your your sophomore year no junior year no senior year yep (laughs) you're talking three years of just sitting out no lacrosse yep and then come to your senior year and your team wins a state championship talk to me about that what the emotions you were going through with that you were there obviously to support your team, correct? Yep. But you couldn't be out there. No, it was literally the most heartbreaking thing ever. Because, I mean, any high school athlete, that's like your one goal is winning the state championship. And going to um, Century, where it was like that was like a big expectation from my team, was really just like that was all, all four years what we were working to. And then once we finally got there and then I couldn't play, it was literally like like I said, the most heartbreaking thing ever. I remember the first day of trials, my senior year, I sat there and was like trying to cheer everyone on while they were running their run tests. And I would just sat there and like cried. I was like, I would be doing anything right now to be out here just running around the track. <laughs> like, but then come senior night, senior night was even worse because only senior that wasn't there to play. I mean, I was obviously very proud of everyone still being there and I was still involved in the team 100%. But it's just so different being on the sideline versus being on the field. And then come the state championship, we won. And then we went back into the locker room and I just sat. So we were at Loyola and I went into that locker room with like all the couches and I just sat there and cried. Like everyone's sitting there celebrating. I was sitting on the couch crying and everyone's like, why are you crying? I was like, well, like obviously I'm happy that we won, but I'm I'm more upset that I wasn't able to finish off my high school career like the other seniors were able to. I mean, if you ask me, you got one <laughs> season of a high school career. That's that's just not fun at all. I no. honestly can't imagine that. So, yeah. 
I know I didn't even enjoy only having three years of yeah. my high school career being losing my junior year to COVID. So that's that is heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, I'd hate to miss a state championship game due to being out for three years. Mm-hmm. But um, I cannot imagine the pain you've gone through for three years of yeah. not playing the cross. It was really upsetting, especially during like re- the whole rehab process. I mean, you can ask anyone. Like I'm sure you know. It's just like the whole like there you have good days and you have really really bad days during rehab and especially during lacrosse season I was having a lot of those really really bad days when it was like I would go from high school practice just sitting on the sideline watching them and cheering them on to go to rehab where I couldn't even do like was not doing what I needed to be doing because my knee was not in that state yet and it was just very frustrating comparing what I thought I should be doing versus what I was able to do at that point Mm mm-hmm and you bring up PT and obviously the good and the bad days. Yeah. Um, how was PT for you going through to where you are now? My first surgery, like I said, during the whole PT process, I was, it was very, like the first one was very hard. Like my knee hurt 24-7. Then when we got that second surgery, which stabilized my knee more, it was more of like, I had a new confidence in myself because I could feel my knee was 10 times better this time. But it's still really frustrating being at the last month of your first rehab process to literally not even being able to step on the field again to have a new surgery and then go through literally the next day, start from square one again. And it was just that was very a big frustration for me. I know it was because I felt like I had worked so hard the past seven months, eight months to get back to where I was. And then here I am back in the hospital just getting surgery with a big old brace on back, back at square one yeah <laughs> um what would you say that after that second surgery though going through rehab again do you feel you're you obviously made progress um i would definitely quicker? say mm, it was about the same time frame with the second one at least like like getting better and better each week now we obviously bring it up state championship game rehab was good we're coming to that summer right before you're getting into college here. Talk me through the fall. Talk me how it went getting into your first college. College, lacrosse, <laughs> being back at lacrosse for college. Like starting, like totally freshman yeah. again. Like you haven't played in three years. We're clean slate. You're a freshman again. It was honestly really scary at first. I, I mean, obviously I was super excited to finally be like have a stick in my hand again and doing what I loved, but it was very like frightening. I know the first couple like we had captains practices before our fall season started with the coaches, and I feel like that was a good confidence booster just because I didn't feel the um, the pressure from the coaches being there. But the second the coaches got there, it was just very much like I need to get my head in the game now and like actually like prove why I'm here, especially after not playing for three years. And it was a lot. It was more proving it to myself more than anyone, just because I mean, like that injury is such like a big mental thing, and it's like you just feel like you're not gonna ever be back to where you were the first time. So I know for me at least, like having the first couple weeks of practice with the coaches, it was just a lot of like more proving it to myself more than anyone else on the field. And would you say like you had many big supporters through that fall? Were any how how supportive were the girls on the team? How supportive was like your roommate at the time or any of your friends like yeah so I mean most of the freshmen knew we made like I was made it my point to like for them to know that I might not be 100% the second I step on the field for the first couple weeks just because it's been so long 
and I feel like they were all very supportive and like if I they knew I was having a bad day mentally then they were like there to like support me and uplift me and just like remind me that I'm here for a reason and that like I'm doing perfectly fine even if I didn't think I was yeah good supporters on that team you had an okay fall how how do you think you did yeah fall wise? so I would say I did pretty good in the fall we had our play day <laughs> during then it was the last game of the day and I there was like three seconds at left I was out of the crease and had gotten a ground ball and some girl completely just came up and like pushed me boom right on the knee and I was like oh no and to me I thought I felt another pop and I was hysterical this was at Frostburg I completely lost it I was on the like sideline with the trainers like bawling my eyes out I couldn't like bend my knee it like swelled up immediately and I was like oh my god no way I just did this again and at that point I was just like mad at myself mad just like mad at everyone like was not talking to anyone so yeah I couldn't move I couldn't walk for the like that like week after and so then we went and got saw the doctor and I got an MRI and I didn't tear anything thank the lord but I ended up getting bursitis like patellar bursitis that's like that bubble fluid in front of the kneecap yep so when I fell I bursted the little fluid sac in my knee and that's why it swelled up so bad and so I didn't play the rest of fall ball after that because it was more of preparing myself for the spring and like not risking anything so I know for me at least once that happened like that period between I before I knew that I had was fine it was just really like I was so upset with myself and just being like oh my gosh like no way I did this well going into like the winter break getting into like the spring season were you prepared like did you feel like you're you were very prepared for this yeah so I came in with specific goals for myself like I can't so in the fall I had talked to our coach and was like I like what do you I need to do to be a starter and because I mean as it's no secret I mean we have five goalies on a team and that's really hard for any sport having that many girls with only one spot for them to play at a time so I mean just thinking preparing myself mentally to get in that like mindset of being like I have specific goals for myself and these are what I want from them so a lot during the winter, I PT'd a lot because I was like, I am not risking it. getting injured during the spring. Like, I'm not going through this a third or fourth time now. So, yeah, I came in with specific goals. And as of now, I think I'm reaching them, which is nice. I totally agree. I've seen <laughs> it so far firsthand. So it brings us to obviously this spring season and getting into that spring season, you worked your butt off. Yep. And... You got the starting spot, so talk me through it. Where are we at right now? Yep, so honestly right now I'm pretty excited just taking it game by game, but it's never a secure spot with a goalie. You could have a bad day, a bad game, and you can instantly get taken out. So I just always keeping like a clear mind, have like a goldfish mentality of just forget what just happened, just move on and just keep going. Yeah. Goldfish mentality. Can you explain that a little more to me? Um, I never heard that one. That's a new one. That's a new one for yeah, sure. Yeah, so goalies, they teach you to always, like, forget what just happened. So, like, as a goldfish, they have zero memory. So, like, they don't remember two seconds ago. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. I've never heard that before, so I like that one. Okay. 
<laughs> all right so where where are we at now with the girls like where what is our record what are we looking like what do we got future wise games coming up yep so right now we're one and one we got a game against goucher tomorrow at seven here but yep i'm excited we play marymount on saturday and we don't have any um conference games till the end of the season so we have this whole first couple like a month of lacrosse to prepare for our conference okay Okay, and where are we at stat-wise for you? Save percentage, you know? Or? I don't know my save percentage off the top of my head. I know I've had a few interceptions, some ground balls, so yeah. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> All right, Brooke, well, you got any last advice that you want to share with anyone listening, anybody <laughs> out there, like anything, or you just want to shout anybody out? Anything um, want? No, I just say my word of advice is keep going. Because I know that was the one thing I wanted to hear during my whole rehab process was that. Because that's the only thing. You just want to give up. You're like, is it even worth coming back and playing lacrosse? And so I honestly am really happy with myself that I didn't end up quitting that and just kept going. And here I am. So, yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Brooke. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, that's the end of this episode. Uh, Brooke Harper, freshman goalie, Hood Women's Lacrosse. Um, Thank you for being on and sharing your story, and yeah. it was a blast. Um, of course. Awesome. I hope you enjoyed the show. I'm your host, James Fay, and this is Sideline. I'd just like to leave you with one thing. When life's dragging you down, be a grasshopper and hop forward. If you have any questions or advice you'd like to be answered on the show, email us at sidelineathletespodcast at gmail.com. Or follow and DM us on Instagram at sideline underscore podcast. See you next week.